Coming up on today's episode, the latest Disney news, including the first trailer for the upcoming Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie, has dropped. And the planned Beauty and the Beast prequel series has been cancelled. Oh no, what will we do? All that and more, plus our featured film discussion on Cool Runnings, on today's Plus or Bust. The only reason I didn't stop you again is because I have stuff to do. Welcome to episode 68 of Plus or Bust, a Disney podcast where each week we watch a random movie on Disney Plus and decide whether we would recommend it a plus or not a bust. My name is Matt and joining me today are my co-hosts, my wife, Carissa. Present. My sister, Nikki. Hello. And my brother, Brady. Yeah, hello. Hello. How's everybody doing? Fine, good, great. What are you doing right now? I was trying to get the thing. So I put my soda down here because you don't want it anywhere near your precious computer. I don't want it anywhere near any of my precious things. Sometimes I think about, like, if you did something mean, like, bad to me, like... What would you what? break? Yeah. That's so fucked up. What, that's, that's fucked up to even think about that. Like that's so. As long as long as it's not his PS4, we're good. It's not my PS4. It's your PS4. Exactly. It's fucked Collateral up. Collateral damage. It's fucked up. I think I'm close to the end of Kingdom Hearts three. I just beat the Big Hero Six world. I think that's almost the end. Yeah. That's the last Disney world. We're doing good. Yeah. Sure. When you got the DLC. Mm, right. Maybe I wouldn't break anything. I would just slowly start selling stuff. That's fucked up. I was up. gonna say that's what I would do. That's what I always tell you, Ariel. That's also fucked up. You have to sell something small that he would never notice, Technic- like the Horn King drip pin. Te- <laughs> well, no. See, here's the thing. Now I'll know know about those if for any reason. So you have to. Start I did think about else. taking it off your wall just to see if you would like notice. Oh my god, that's so mean. That's so mean. That's so. I wouldn't do that. That's so mean. You pop. probably could take a random game off the shelf and sell it. And or I a pop. And I will never know. I will never know. I'm going to take a whole pop collection and just rearrange it. Okay, I would notice if you took a bunch. No. Yes, I would. I don't think so. Yes, I would. Okay, anyway, you said before we started that you had a gripe. What's your gripe before we get into all this other nonsense? My gripe is the new emails. Because I can't undress them all, but they got magnetic hands to hold onto little computers, and I just, that's my gripe. Wait, why is that a gripe? Because, why can't I undress them completely? That's all. That's all. Daisy, the shirt. Why do you want- It bothers me. Why do you want Daisy to be naked so bad? Because if the point is to dress it, Uh why would I, why would there be a shirt on top of it? That Walt Disney World 50th anniversary outfit that I put Kermit in, I can't put that on Daisy because she's already got a shirt underneath and it'll be too thick. <laughs> I could barely close it on Kermit as it is. You're talking about that like the real people. It'll be too thick. The sweater will be too thick. <laughs> it will. I, I literally could barely close it on Kermit. And then also all of them have those like obnoxiously long tags and That's I don't want to cut them. That's all Disney products these days. I know. I don't want to cut them off. I guess we don't need them, so I guess I could cut them. But the point is, I hate new emos so much, and I hate how many we have. <laughs> we just bought Kermit. So I'm going to continue to gripe about them. Okay. Well. I have none. Wow. Well, that's a first for you. Good for you. Keep it that way. That's 
That's because the one that I really wanted, they were. Which one was that? Is that Kermit? Jack. Oh. We have Sally. <laughs> that Chris, I didn't you have Sally. Chris has stole it. I did. I stole it. It's like I stole a Donald Duck today from Target. Oh you stole God. a Donald Duck? Why I would never steal from, from Target because then they would tell me not to come back. It was one of the rubber ducks. No, oh. You stole a dollar duck? A dollar duck? Yeah. <laughs> At least Sally was what? I think she's 20 bucks. I think they're 20 dollars. Yeah. They're going to come get you. <laughs> yeah, because now they know. Yeah, now they know. You're... Technically, Disney, I didn't steal it. Arby stole it. You're... She put it in her stroller. Yeah, but you found it and didn't take it back. I sure didn't. Yeah, she said, should I take it back? No. Did I hear you correctly? Did you just throw your six-year-old under the bus? She did! It was her! She took it! What What happened with the duck, Nikki? What happened with the duck? She gave it to Alexander. I did. I, did. I gave it to Alexander, and somehow the tag went missing. These kids. See, it's the kids. Okay, he literally <laughs> has no idea what he did. And it's, as far I, as he knows, that was his. Yeah, Aubrey kept trying to get me to take it back in there. Wow, you didn't listen to her. No. She kept telling me to go back in there and pay for it. And I was like, no. Wow. God, you better. I didn't realize until I was done paying that, oh, yeah, I had this duck and it doesn't have a tag. Oh, my God. There was this one time where we went to Target and we left a case of water under the fucking cart. And Matt, being super white, was like, no, we got to go pay for it. So he went to fucking guest services and paid for it. Yeah. And that's why I get to continue to shop at Target. And when, <laughs> I shop at Target, And when too. our Target rep I listens give... <laughs> to this episode, Nikki will no longer be allowed to shop at Target. I get tar- I give Target hundreds of, mm. if not thousands of dollars. $80. I think they'll be okay. You say, I give Target hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. You give Target $1,000 a month. Shut up, no. Not no. That's on the low end. <laughs> If not, I should. If not I should add up when each my time, Target when thing each at the time end of the you year. spend two hundred dollars every time you go to Target, it is more than a thousand dollars. So don't even two hundred. That's cute. I gave I gave Target in the month of January over a thousand dollars because I bought a PlayStation from them. So yeah, you definitely you definitely did. I for damn sure got my money last there. They got my money last month. I caramba. Anyway, no emos. You hate them, even though you just bought one. I bought that one for you. Okay, but you were playing with it. I wasn't playing with it. You did. You dressed. Him. I dressed him. him. Little, yeah, well, you put him in a little outfit. He comes in a little. Yeah, you were the one. He came, he came naked. He's naked. Carmen is always naked. <laughs> you were the one sending the risque photos. Kermit doesn't wear clothes. Well, that is, that is true. I was excited for Piggy and Kermit to be together, and I wasn't going to present him to her with no clothes on. Maybe she wants it that way. That's his natural state. Well, I, why Why did I buy the 50th anniversary outfit if I wasn't going to put it on the naked new emo? I like that you put, it, put the 50th anniversary outfit on Kermit, a character who got shunned during Disney World's 50th anniversary. They no came statue. together in the package. No statue. I bought it together. It made sense. He Disgusting. was naked. Disgusting. All the other new emos have clothes on. Disgusting. Except for I don't think Daisy has pants on because she just she only wears a shirt. <laughs> you go, Daisy. You done? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. So is this our petition to get Daisy into a pantsuit? <laughs> sure. I mean, technically, you can put a pantsuit on Daisy. She just has another shirt under her shirt. <laughs> That's my problem. 
Calm down. It's just a duck. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. You're right. <gasps> it doesn't make any sense. Does anybody else have anything they want to gripe about? For the love of God, does anybody? Else? Yeah, please, somebody say something else. <laughs> my my gripe, we can uh, we'll get into that later. Oh, okay. Oh God. Okay. I'm pretty sure everybody's gonna agree to it. So. Okay. I don't have a gripe. Okay. Well, then we'll go uh, to the news. The big news story for the week, I guess, are the two new trailers that dropped. Uh, That's the big. What What else is the big news? Uh, the fact that they dropped mask mandates. Oh well, we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. I'm over talking about. I'm sick of talking about masks. Um, are but, you over COVID? Oh wow. We'll get to that when we get to the park stuff. Jeez. Okay. 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 Sorry. Let's talk about the trailers. Okay. During the Super Bowl, they dropped the Doctor Strange trailer for the Multiverse of Madness. What did everybody think of that? Oh, so good. It, does, it was awesome. Yeah, it looks good. Oh, I'm a big fan of the new Wanda movie featuring Doctor Strange. Me too. It was like the new Spider-Man movie featuring Doctor Doctor Strange is a better uh, supporting character than he is lead character. Ooh. Ooh. I like Doctor Strange. I mean, That's so hard. is Spider-Man, so... Mm-hmm. I'm glad you said that. Shots fired. I'm just kidding. He won't care. Shots fired. Well, Shots I, fired all around. They're relying on Wanda quite heavily because they're aware that she's the most interesting character still in the MCU. Right. Wow. Just saying. So how come I wasn't allowed to call Doctor Strange boring for all those years that I did? Well, I don't think the movie is boring. It I don't, is, I don't though. think he's boring either. I just think I don't know. I've liked him better as a supporting character than the lead. <sighs> but I don't think the movie's boring. I like the movie, and I think this movie looks good. I don't have much to say about it. It looks good. I don't want it to turn into just a bunch of cameos like the rumored. Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise cameo, yeah. Why? He's rumored to play a variant of Iron Man. Oh, like that's kind Tom of... Cruise, Tom Cruise, Iron Man, John Krasinski, Reed Richards. Uh, because um, Patrick Stewart is Professor Xavier, Hugh Jackman, Wolverine, getting them all. Oh, what? I haven't heard about that one, but uh, Deadpool. Yeah. Deadpool that's what every- rumored. Yeah, Deadpool. That's what everybody's asking about. Is now that now that Xavier has been heard are we gonna get wolverine please do you think every time a trailer drops kevin feige just reads tweets and then just starts punching the air why like that was such a good idea you know like why didn't i do that (laughs) no i don't think so i think kevin feige's doing exactly what he wants to do no i don't there's just rumors that there's gonna be a bunch of cameos in it and i just not everything needs to be a cameo fest spider-man was fun but i don't need every movie to be spider-man I don't, I don't need that to be the future of the MCU. I also, I don't love the idea... I would rather it be cameos than, like, them try to share the movie with, like, 15 people, though. Sure. But I also, I don't love the idea of them being like, oh, we have a variant Iron Man. Because it's like, I feel like that diminishes Tony Stark's death. Like, I, I don't I don't want them to use the multiverse as an excuse to just retcon things that have already happened. I don't uh, care valid. if they do that. Huh? I don't care if they do that. Because, like, they've already done it with Loki, right? He died, but now he's back. Right. But they don't need to do it with anybody else. Like, we've already got a new Captain America. We don't need Steve back. We don't need a new Iron Man. Wait, let's not say things we can't take. (laughs) We don't need... I don't want the multiverse to just be a catch-all for fix any problem. That's Mm. all. 
You could tell fun stories in the multiverse. That's fine. But don't just bring characters back. If Tom Cruise shows up as Iron Man and Isn't it's just like a cameo, like the perfect fine. way to keep those characters going, though, and not have to, and, like, recast them without, like, explaining that? But they're already working on getting new versions of all those characters. We have Ironheart coming. We have mm-hmm. a new Captain America. We've got a new Hulk, She-Hulk. Yeah. Thor is going to be replaced by well, Natalie maybe Portman. maybe this is for the one, like, they're not going to do more Iron Man movies. So, like, who cares if there's a cameo of Iron Man? Uh, yeah, I don't care if Tom Cruise is just there. What do you mean? He wants to, just to be a cameo. Yeah, I just don't want oh. there to suddenly be a Tom Cruise Iron Man series because we're already oh, getting no. Ironheart. We, yeah, don't need, no, we don't need that. We don't need another Tony Stark. Gotcha. He's dead. Let him, let his Rest death matter. Yeah, let his death matter. For God's sake. So that in 15 years, 10 movies from now, he can come back. They can reboot it. (laughs) Yeah. They'll just reboot the entire MCU and make all of the movies again. No. And make all of that money again. Yeah. One day they'll run out of ideas and just start rebooting everything again. 25 more Marvel movies. 10 more Harry Potters. 26 new Star Wars movies. Jesus, no. Ten more Batman movies with ten different Batman actors. When does Batman come out? March something. Oh. oh no, I'm kind of interested in this Batman. Really, it has nothing about it has excited me even remotely. Maybe I'm just burnt out on Batman. I don't know. I'm I believe we never watched any of the other Batmans except for the um, what's it called? One Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Yeah, that one. Still the best one. I was. About, I was. I think I've seen all of them except. Um, Superman, Batman versus Batman v. Superman, Batman v Superman. That yeah, that movie sucks, but but I just like that he's emo. It's I am Batman. so excited. I'm I'm so excited for the Batman. It's gonna be so good. I bought my first Batman pop the other day, and fuck, I left it in Missy's car. You're, don't you have like a 10 inch bat or like a 19 inch Batman? No, no, no. I do. I'm saying I bought my first the Batman okay, pop. That's... I bought a Robert Pattinson pop. Oh my god, that's so fucking confusing. I bought my first. No, I have. I have a. I have a Batman collection. Yes, but I bought a first one of the new set for my Batman collection. I just saw. I think it was Twitter that they've omitted the um his origin story. Yeah. Because it's like everybody knows about it already. So (laughs) because we don't need to see his mom get shot for the twentieth time and her pearls fall on the ground. We've seen Martha and Thomas die eighty billion times. Even in the, we don't need to see it again. It's even in uh, Joker. I haven't seen Joker, but there's a scene where Batman's yeah. parents get shot in Joker. <laughs> it is in Joker. Oscar nominated Joker. Anyway, uh, this isn't a Batman podcast. I don't. I'm sure it'll be fine. It'll be fine. I just don't care about Batman. But Doctor Strange looks fine. Looks fun. I want to see Batman. There's a tentacle monster in it. That's cool. It's gonna be good. More importantly. They dropped the trailer for Chippendale Rescue Rangers today, and it is the most batshit insane thing I've ever seen in my entire life. There it is. There's my gripe. Chippendale? The trailer yep. is a gripe. Why? Because it's oh insane? It is it's pretty insane. It looks fucking... like it's trying to be Sonic. Right? There I was... I get Sonic. There was just so much shit about it that is just, like you said, batshit crazy, and... It's just, it's so crazy, but I will, they did have one thing that brought me in that I really enjoyed, and I'm sure you already know what it was. Was it Roger Rabbit? Yes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It was Roger Rabbit dancing in the background. Roger Rabbit's in the movie. 
Okay. There's somebody else too. Oh, Scrooge in the tub. For how crazy it is, I have to say, when I was watching it, I was getting hyped about watching it. Like it was, it seemed like really fun. It was there was like a lot of action, and I kind of like the different like the CGI with the 2D and all that stuff. So I have to say, like, I mean, I was like, okay, like this looks fun. Like again, like I, I said in the chat, I don't really love that we're using a <laughs> Doja Cat song in the trailer, but I mean, yeah whatever i i like how they tried to to make it they're trying to make it funny and everything by like the where he's yelling at him like yelling at chip like you need a disguise find the first or put on the first thing you find and it's an indiana jones costume well that's what his design is based on in rescue rangers exactly um him it's not a disguise yes uh, dale is tom Selleck. whatever it's called yeah uh magnum pi MPI. Right. The okay. Here's the thing about the Chippendale Rescue Rangers. At the the whole like meta references to ourselves thing is uh, quite old at this point. Space Jam Two just came out, and it's basically the same exact idea. Deadpool was making meta references years ago. We've got. Uh, an entire 20-minute section of Ralph Breaks the Internet dedicated to making basically the exact same jokes as what was made in the Chippendale Rescue Rangers trailer. Um, so there's a lot of people on the internet that uh, are quite over it. They're quite exhausted by this look-at-all-the-IPs-we-own footage of, like, here's all our characters. Um, and there's a solid chance that this movie will be terrible. There's a very good chance that it could be terrible. But I will say what I said on Twitter... And uh, watching the trailer was the most joy I've felt in two years. So oh, wow. <laughs> here we are. Um, I will the say, most joy I, I will say, I do have a gripe about it. Um, the whole joke is that Chip is still in two D, and Dale got a CGI makeover because all the characters need to be CGI now because two D animation is washed up. But if you watch that trailer, it's very obvious that uh, Chip is also a three D a three D model, oh. just painted to look two D. Mm. Like it's just cell shaded. Like if you look look at him, you could tell it's a CGI model, and that's probably because they didn't want to spend millions of dollars on hand drawn animation, and it's just cheaper to make a rig and a computer. But um, that's cheating, Disney. You don't get to make those jokes and then have the character be three D anyway. My other gripe too is that um, I mean my gripe though is that I was looking at the Wikipedia, and they're not even brothers in this. Well, see, they played it- brothers in the show. It describes them as just being friends. Well, the song is best friend. Yeah. Yeah, best friend. Right on the wall, Nikki. I just thought that was are they, because we Are they canonically, canonically brothers? I guess I don't know that. Are, I guess I don't know Well, Chip the, in this are movie, Chip they're from... actors, and they were playing brothers, so it makes sense. And again, they're best friends. They're best friends. I don't know. I The whole thing about it, it's just strange it's strange that they went this direction because like what does this have to do with chippendale rescue rangers nothing it has nothing to do with chippendale rescue rangers they just wanted to make like a washed up movie stars movie but they picked chippendale i mean they do this a lot that's it's kind of like how you feel about like a lot of stuff that gets rebooted you know like that was 30 years ago you know like why are you still trying to play this character you know you know i mean sometimes it's it's welcomed, but sometimes it's not. So I think that there, it's it's 
interesting. I, I guess, but does Disney have a right to be like, oh, nobody likes a reboot when they've been rebooting all their most classic movies for the last <laughs> well, 10 years? It's not a reboot. It's comeback. I, I understand that. <laughs> but they make a joke in the trailer about like, nobody likes a reboot. Like, I don't know. It's not a reboot. I, understand. I also I understand. think it's kind of annoying that, um, what's it called? Like, who is going to be playing... Monterey Jack in Gadget. Monterey Jack sounds like Jim Cummings. I think it is just the original voice. Well, when I looked on Wikipedia, I couldn't find that, though. Well, here's the thing. Uh, when they first, like, announced this movie and were, like, given, like, they own the ca- only cast they ever talked about were a- uh, Andy Samberg and Mulaney. Um, John, John Mulaney. And they never even mentioned that Gadget and Monterey Jack and Zipper were going to be in it. I mean, it was safe to assume they would because it was called Rescue Rangers, but this is the first time we've actually had it confirmed that they are in the movie. Um, but I don't even remember seeing Gadget, but she's in the very first shot, and then if you like pause it, there's like a scene where they're in the little like flying contraption that they have, and you could see Gadget um, f- uh. flying it. Um, but I, I I don't know who's voicing Gadget, but. Yeah, it doesn't have either of them listed on uh, IMDb either. But Jim, but it has a couple people listed on here without like who they're playing. Yeah, Kiki Palmer's in it, right? Kiki Palmer's in it, or no, Kiki Lane. Oh, Kiki Lane. Will Arnett's in it. Rogan's in it. Well, Rogan's playing that weird CGI troll yeah. man. Uh, Simmons is in it. Yeah, J.K. The Simmons. original Hulk. The original Hulk is in it. <laughs> Lou Fricka. Uh, no, uh, Eric Bana. Oh. Bana, whatever. Keegan-Michael Key, Chris Parnell, Tess McNeil, they're all, or Tress McNeil, they're all in it, and they don't have, like, who they're playing. Is Tress McNeil not Gadget? Did she not play Gadget originally? She did. She played Gadget and Chip. Well, see? Maybe she's just Gadget again. Yeah, it doesn't say, right. though. It just says the original voice of Chip. Right. A lot of people have a problem with their voices, that they just talk like the celebrities. They don't have their sped-up chipmunk voices. Um, my guess is they just didn't want 90 minutes worth of movie where you had to listen to sped up chipmunk voices, <laughs> like the chipmunk, Alvin and the chipmunk movies. There yeah. will definitely be a joke in the movie about how they have to put on those voices when they're acting. Because if they want to show any clips from the show, that's just what they sound like. That's how they talk in the show. So, yeah, that makes me wonder if maybe that's what Preston McNally is going to be doing. Because um, Corey Burton is in it, too. It says that he's playing Zipper, though. Oh, I think he yeah. was always Zipper. I know, but he's also Chip. I mean, Dale. Right, he was Dale originally. Well, well, that was the thing. They just used their normal voices, but they sped them up. Like, yeah. if, if you slow down their voices, they just talk like the voice actors. So, anyway. Uh, Which is so funny, because that's Daisy Duck, too. Trust McNeil. Mm-hmm. She's also in a lot of the Simpsons stuff. She is. Yeah, she's all over the Simpsons. She's Miss been. Skinner. Yeah, she's, she's also Angelica's mom, Charlotte Pickle. She's a legend. She's been in more things than most actors will ever be in things. It doesn't have anything listed on her Wikipedia page. Oh. Hmm. Well, we'll see. But... It comes out on uh, May twenty second, I think. Yeah, I wrote it down May 20th uh, Disney Plus exclusive. So we'll see. Looking forward to it. I love Rescue Rangers. It's a weird choice for this movie, but I love it. Uh, and I like to see Roger Rabbit back. That's always fun. 
the rights for Roger Rabbit are weird. So good to see they got him. They got him. They got your boy. They got my boy. <laughs> they got my boy. I mean, it would almost be better as a Roger Rabbit movie, but I don't think they can do that. I don't know. Like I said, the rights are weird. Spielberg's weird about Roger Rabbit. Anyway, uh, moving on to more Disney Plus news. Uh, the planned Beauty and the Beast prequel series, Little Town, has been indefinitely postponed. Oh, sad face. According to Deadline, the call not to proceed with the show was made for creative reasons, with the scripts and original music not coming together in the direction expected or running behind schedule. With a number of creative elements up in the air and the shoots start already pushed from early spring to summer, a decision was made to put the project on hold. Pushing fil- filming further into the fall was not an option because of talent availability and weather concerns, sources said. Josh Gad, who plays LeFou in the show, as well as serving as a writer and executive producer for the series, confirmed the reports on Twitter. Sadly, tis true, Gad wrote after news of the canceled shoot broke. We tried to make it all work, but under the gun, it wasn't meant to be for now. These characters in the story will live on, but sometimes the best intentions and reality collide and nothing can be done. Luke Evans, who plays Gaston, added, This is a very sad message for us to tweet. We are devastated. Goodbye for now from Gaston and LeFou. It is unknown when or if the show will be brought back into production, and Disney has yet to officially comment on the news. I can safely say with all my heart, all my being. You don't care. I do not give a shit that the show got canceled. Fuck off. I don't care. I don't know. It's weird that it got canceled like the day after they casted somebody. It is weird. They did cast like three people like the week before. Or they at least announced news of the casting, like, a week before. So it obviously was a last-minute decision to postpone it, which is wild. But here we are. Very interesting, because it sounds like they canceled it because they just didn't think it was good. <laughs> That's, yeah. There I was mean, creative differences. Yeah. It wasn't coming together the way they thought it was. I mean, since when does that stop them? You know? They put stuff out all the time. That's not great. Wow. Like what? Name 10. Uh, I'm just saying, like, usually if it's already in production, you it know. It hasn't started production yet. Oh, it has? I thought they, you just said it. They said they... it was about to start shooting in summer. Oh. Or in spring, rather. Oh, I say about the music, that the music wasn't coming together. Yeah, the music and the script weren't coming together in yeah. a way that they wanted. They already started writing. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, normally, they'll just be like, it's fine. I feel like. Um, well, not anymore. It's not fine. It's done. It's canceled. <laughs> Goodbye. Josh Gad will be fine. He's got a million other things he's working on right now. Luke Evans will be fine. He's a famous actor. He'll be fine. Everybody's fine. They're all fine. We don't need it. We get it. You're excited. You're happy. I'm not happy that it got canceled because I never had. I didn't have to watch it. <laughs> if it came out, I had no. Right. I didn't have to watch it. But like, I don't know. I don't. I can't bring it in my heart to feel bad that it got canceled. Like, I'm sure it'll come back at some point. I don't know. If you couldn't make it work now, why would you be able to make it work later? Because they've got all this extra time now to fix it. I mean, I guess. Oh, they won't fix it. They'll put it on a shelf and never come back to it. <laughs> Instead, they'll make a spinoff to some other show. I just think it's interesting because, like, they need content and, yeah. They're getting content. They're getting a Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie. <laughs> the biggest content of the year. And Moon Knight. And Obi-Wan Kenobi. Right. And that's it. Yeah. Nothing else. Yeah. 800 National Geographic shows. <laughs> anyway, guest on. Uh, he's dead. Uh, moving on. <laughs> Just kidding. The show is dead. For now. We'll see. 
All right. Uh, more entertainment-related news. Uh, Netflix is pulling its original Marvel shows. According to the site What's on Netflix, the streaming platform has confirmed that each Marvel series will be removed beginning March 1st, since the rights to those characters have now fully reverted back to Disney. In total, over 160 episodes will no longer be available to watch beginning next month. This includes all three seasons of Daredevil and all three seasons of Jessica Jones, both seasons of Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and The Punisher, and the entire series of The Defenders. It is unclear if these shows will be listed somewhere else, like on Disney-owned Hulu, or if the reintroduction of characters like Matt Murdock and the Kingpin into recent MCU titles will be used as a clean start for the characters and properties. They're leaving Netflix. Wow. Uh, I guess we better watch Jessica Jones. (laughs) Are we going to have time? We have a whole season to watch in Um, a week. And you're going on a cruise. Yeah. Oh, no. uh, yeah, you need to watch Jessica Jones because it is God tier. I think I still like Daredevil season one best out of any of the ones that we watched, but Jessica Jones even better than Jessica Jones. Heck no, Jessica Jones is hands down the best. You're cray cray. Jessica Jones was the strongest uh, overall because we only watched the two seasons. Yeah, of and Daredevil, Daredevil season two and Daredevil. no Daredevil season two had was half good and the other half was bad. Yeah, and the season three was uh, bad. Both Daredevils were both Daredevils were okay. Jessica Jones was the best. I really, really enjoyed Luke and Iron Fist sucked. We only watched the first season of Luke Cage. Luke Cage was really good too for a lot of different reasons. Uh, but they killed off the best character halfway through the series. Luke Cage? No, yeah, they killed off Cottonmouth halfway through the show. Oh, the the villain. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And then his brother shows up, remember, and he's like the villain now. Yeah, yeah. He just yeah. takes over the show and it's like, oh, Okay. Well, they had they had to kill off Cottonmouth because now he's Blades. So <laughs> none of this is canon anyway. Okay. Um, it will be. Will it? Well, it's part I of the mean, multiverse. I mean, it's part of back. It's part of the multiverse. Oh now. my god. Well, dang. Well, I really wanted to watch it. They might come to Hulu, but maybe I'll watch it by myself. Disney hasn't said anything. We don't know. In a week. There's other. Uh, Disney-owned Fox and uh, just Disney shows that are also leaving Netflix. So it's not just these ones, but these are like the big ones. Especially because with Kingpin in Hawkeye and uh, uh, Matt Murdock in No Way Home, uh, Daredevil re-entered like the trending on Netflix. Like people went back and started re-watching it. Um, but now they're losing it. So, oh well. Well, I think those two things are the, or those two are probably the most popular, so it makes sense that those are the two that they chose to include. Sure. So. You mean, do you mean Daredevil and Kingpin? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. sure. People like Jessica Jones. I don't know. How... I can buy, I can buy Jessica Jones on Blu-ray if you don't watch the first season. <laughs> and uh, Great. I didn't know they released it on Blu-ray. Oh, they didn't. It's. I guess I can't buy it. It's different country. Oh, well, see, then they didn't release them. Before. The American version is sold out in a million dollars. Yep. I didn't know Netflix released their shows on Blu-ray. Except for Stranger they Things. They do sometimes. I know they did Stranger Things, but that's it. Okay. Well. Moving on. Moving on. Um, I wrote down, I have nothing to say about this except for good for Hillary Duff. How I Met Your Father has been already been renewed for a second season. Mm. So, good for her. I haven't watched it yet. I need to watch that. Good for her. Got screwed over by Disney and is now being, I don't know, 
not screwed over by Disney? It's very confusing. Still getting paid by Disney. Good for her. Nikki, have you watched How I Met Your Father? I have not watched it yet. Wow. Fake fan. I know. Terrible. Hashtag fake fan. All right. Parks News. Uh, with the Food and Wine Festival returning to Disney's California Adventure on March 4th, uh, a fan-favorite attraction overlay is coming. Soarin' over California will return once again and will temporarily place Soarin' around the world in Grizzly Peak at DCA. It is expected to run from March 4th to April 26th, according to the Disneyland app. I was going to say, why did they bring it back? But it's a California Food and Wine Festival, so I guess that's why. It's a California-themed theme park. It should be there all the time. Yeah, they should have never got rid of it. I don't think that's a hot take. I think that's just a take at this point. But it, I like no. It should be <laughs> it should be soaring over California in California, and it should be soaring around the world, everywhere else. <laughs> that's my. That's just how it is. That's just how I think it is. I think I think the intentions with soaring around the world were good. I think that was a good good place to take it if they wanted to make it evolve. Uh, the problem is they didn't do it very well. So, just the original is better. It just is. It's just it's better. I don't. It's not because I think well, the California you, locations are better. It. I just think it's a better executed attraction. You'll get to ride. And it's, it's and for a long time it was California Adventures' signature attraction. It was the only thing that worked when the park opened. So like, why did we change it? It's fine in Epcot. It's fine in Shanghai. It's fine in Disney Sea. But. Oh, it's in C? I didn't know that. Yeah, it's in Disney C. It's got this super fancy like building that it's in. That's a really nice building. Yeah, it's got like a backstory. Um, what's his name went there? The TDR Explorer. TDR. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got it's connected to C, the Society of Explorers and Adventurers. Mm. It's got like a crazy backstory. It's the building is beautiful, but it's it's just soaring around the world. <laughs> it's just the same ride, but soaring over California. It's back. Superior version. Mm. When I told mom, she was like, "Cool." Cool. Good response. The only problem is it'll probably have longer lines because people like it better. So, especially those pass holders who are just anything new, they're gonna anything new or old. They're just gonna want to ride. There are no pass holders. You can't even buy a pass right now. I mean, I guess you can, I but when they're opening them up, huh? I said, I wonder when they're gonna open them up. I don't know. They haven't even opened them back up in Florida. Oh, that's true, huh? I didn't even think about that. Mm. But the key program is brand new. Like they only it was they only sold They're all four of them for like Oh, that's true. That's true. I forgot that they did that over there too. Technically they announced the keys before they announced the other one. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah. Mm. 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 So you can't buy any of them over there right now? I think there's one you could buy right now. Just the Florida one though. I think so. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. They're just not selling annual passes to anybody right now. Oh, no. And they fucking made, what was it, like $7 billion? Yes. Fucking open them, Disney. Yeah, I want my key. Well, I mean, I guess don't, because then I'll be more crowded. Never mind. They don't need to open them. They've been making $7 billion without them. Right, yeah. I mean, that's true. That's what they want. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they just got rid of them all together. Yeah. Speaking of getting rid of things, uh, face masks. They're becoming optional for vaccinated guests at both Disneyland and Walt Disney World starting February 17th. Uh, if you're unvaccinated, you're supposed to wear your mask indoors. They don't check, so Ooh. nobody will be wearing their masks. 
Except for except vaccinate. vaccinated. Except vaccinated. Vaccinated people, people yes, wore them. It's going right back to how it was that one time they got rid of So, if you're going to Disneyland or Walt Disney World starting in two days, uh, prepare for that. No masks until they change it again. <laughs> we'll see. Enjoy that. And uh, the trams are returning to Disneyland on February 23rd. That's Yay. the news. I stopped walking. <laughs> Sorry. Hmm. The worst part, though, about it is when we go in March, we'll have to fold the strollers. Yeah, well, I have a husband for that this time, so I won't have my husband there. Anyway, that's no. all the news. That's all the news I have. Does anybody have anything they wanted to add? Was there any other news that I missed? I didn't. I don't think so. No, sir. Not that I can think of off the top of my head. I don't know. You said earlier there was like a lot of news. Like there wasn't really that much news. There was a lot more news than we've had in the past couple weeks. Past couple weeks we haven't had anything. Last week we talked about nothing. I don't yeah, know. that's what I'm saying. There's not McDonald's toys. Yeah. Brady, how many stitches do you have? Two. Oh. How many are there? Eight. Oh. Well, you're a fourth of the way there. A quarter of the way there. You can have the one we got. Did you get? Uh, I don't He's know. like eating the homework or something. He's got like a piece of paper oh, like, that he's like ripped up. The, the writing one? Yeah. Okay, that's that, that would be three then. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Aubrey didn't even take it out of the box. That's no, how much she, she didn't. That's how much she <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if she took the coconut one out either. No, she doesn't care about them. She took it out and she said, Nana, you can have this. <laughs> she only, she, mom told me she only wants the Experiment 626 one. Wow, what a weirdo. That's Who, your, your mom or your daughter? Or... Your daughter. Oh. The, like, alien one, where he's an alien? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. What a weirdo. <laughs> she would. Like, shit, she can get it more for me. Yeah, the one I want the most is the surfing one. Mm. Is there an Elvis one? No. I oh. wish. Lame. Probably a rights thing. Maybe. When there's, Leland's there's... first came out, there was an Elvis uh, Happy Meal toy. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It's... <sighs> I know that it's the 20th anniversary of Leland Stitch this year. You mentioned that last time. I still find it weird that there's just a collection of Stitch toys at McDonald's. It sounds like it's like filler because there's like nothing else for them to put in the Happy Meals right now. Like it's just filler. Yes. I don't give a shit. There's no movie to advertise. I gave Ron to my boss. Who? Ron. The little Ron that we had that oh. was in our room forever. Ron, he's gone wrong. Yeah. Okay, I got gave it. him to my boss. Well, now he's gone, gone. Yeah, he's his, gone. Ron's gone. His daughter really liked that movie. And then we were talking about it. We have three. One of them's on the oh, wall. Oh, we do? We have three of that exact same one. One of them's on the wall. We have three of those Rons? The exact same one. Wow, I almost felt guilty giving him that one. Why? Because I thought you were going to be like, oh, why'd you give it away? I don't know. You're dumb like that. No. I don't know. Well, one of them's on the wall. I put, put one on the wall. Well, now... We have one less of something we already had three of that I didn't know about. <laughs> I don't know where the other one is. I, there's one on the wall. There was one in our room just yeah. sitting there randomly. That's yeah. the one you gave away? Yes. And then there's probably one in your daughter's room. Or that went in a donation pack a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I think it probably went to donations. But... <laughs> but we had three the exact same one. Oh, wow. Well, Interesting. Ron's gone. One of them. Ron's gone. God. Now I'm mad that there's two more. Ron's gone wrong. Emojis. I want to make sure get rid of him <laughs> why did you put it on the wall it's disney Matt, he's, gone, he's gone wrong really yeah that's it's disney 
Don't you think that's a little no, excessive? Absolutely not. Must have anything and everything represented at all times. You just asked Matt if putting something on a Disney wall is excessive. Absolutely not. Just Come on because now. we have a Disney wall doesn't mean that we need to put yeah. every single thing on the wall. What's the point of having a Disney wall and it's Disney like, things? It's, if it's supposed not to represent the like the things that we like. Yeah, Disney. I like Disney. <laughs> All encompassing Disney. You haven't even seen the fucking movie. I don't care. It's Disney. I love it by proxy. You can't say that it's you're supposed to put stuff up there you like. How many Cinderellas are on that wall? There's a few. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. How many Walt Disney World things are there on the wall? Thing another thing you don't like. I like Walt Disney World is fine, shut. How many emoji blitz are on that wall? Um, There's actually, a couple I think there is There's a couple, couple emojis. emoji blitz. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I like emoji blitz. I, I like how many new emos are on that wall. I thought <laughs> the new emos have their own cubby. A few exactly. A few years ago, when Disney first bought Fox, I tried to find a little xenomorph from Aliens, and I was going to hide it on the wall, and I was going to see how long it took you to find the xenomorph on the wall i never did it um i bought i, I really hate aliens though i have a you know xenomorph something you know how much i hate aliens i was like i think i have a xenomorph something but maybe not i bought this but it was too big it was too big and I, I bought. Know I wanted. I, I bought want a divorce. I bought this years ago because I was gonna hide it on the wall. I want a divorce, and it's too big because you would find this immediately because it's huge. Yeah, I want the six-inch pop, and yeah, that'd be. Well, you were so. If there's any single guys over thirty listening to our podcast, just know I'm on the market. Oh my god! <laughs> you were so mad about the Fox deal, like you were so. Mad I am about so I mad about you it. You were so mad at the idea of it. And you hate the xenomorphs more than like anything. Like you think they're like the most disgusting thing. They're in the so world. ugly. They... <laughs> so sh- I thought it would be funny to the newest Disney character, the xenomorph, just hide it on our Disney wall. I thought it would be funny. It's not Disney though. It is it's not. It is now. It's not. Welcome to the family, xenomorph. Also, the <laughs> xenomorph <laughs> was in the Great <laughs> Movie Ride since 1989. They're better, more part of the Disney family than the Simpsons. Hear me out. Put Xenomorphs in Stitch's Great Escape. <laughs> oh, you mean like what they originally planned to do? <laughs> like it was like originally uh, extraterrestrial. Well, it, they originally wanted to make it alien. That's what it was supposed to be. Yeah. But they couldn't get the rights. <laughs> Which is funny because now they own it. <laughs> but it was, That is funny. But it was originally supposed to be like an alien thing. Uh, maybe they, maybe it wasn't they couldn't get the rights because Alien was in the great movie, right? Maybe they just deemed it would be too scary. Uh, and then it was too scary anyway. And then it became Stitch, and it was just too shitty. <laughs> anyway, oh. anyway, now we're supremely off topic. Um, now it's- Ron's gone. That's the moral <laughs> of the story. He is gone. Brady has three stitches, and Ron is gone. And that Xenomorph's next. And Chris is single. I am single, yeah. <laughs> maybe I'll get I a can't. maybe I'll get a, a Ice Age and put an Ice Age thing on the wall. Yeah, you didn't you didn't say anything about the Ice Age sculpture. <laughs> Who cares about the Ice Age sculpture? Because he was trying to avoid me literally walking out of the room. Anytime I bring up Ice Age, anytime I bring up Ice Age, Age, it's just just to mess with Chris. I don't care about Ice Age. I've seen two of those movies. One of them was okay. I don't remember liking the other one. I don't care about Ice Age. I don't think... Yeah, I like Ice Age. (sighs) The new one looks like shit. Like, it's not the same animation studio. It's very clearly cheap. Like, it looks like crap. Like, the animation is bad. 
uh, Ice Age. Who cares? But there's a sand sculpture advertising the new Ice Age movie at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Like Jim Hill predicted. Ice Age. No, and that's Animal not Kingdom. what he predicted. What he predicted, I would not have ever stepped foot in that theme park ever again. And I really wouldn't be going back to Walt Disney World. For whatever reason, Jim Hill, uh, Disney they didn't historian insider well he had some kind of information yeah well i'm saying he didn't he wasn't like i think they're gonna know he was like he had it on authority that they were thinking about it about putting ice age in dino land at uh, animal kingdom i mean they might have if the movie wouldn't have done so bad well it was when they first bought fox they were immediately thinking like what properties can we bring into the parks as quick as possible to get an immediate return on their fucking stupid investment maybe if you have to think about putting something in the park that fast it's not the greatest investment well it's weird it's weird because they haven't put anything in the parks fox related no like maybe you can buy some like have they even made ron's gone wrong merch and uh ice age ice ice age statue is like the first thing and i think something in animal kingdom is like sponsored by national geographic i guess that would be the first thing but like they haven't done anything else fox really you can't even buy like a homer (laughs) sorry head Head to what (laughs) i doted oh so anyway uh we're off topic let's get back uh let's talk about the movie we're gonna move on to our movie and now our feature presentation Movie time, boys and girls. And there's one boy. People of all genders. Let's talk about our featured film discussion on Cool Runnings. Gentlemen, this is a bobsled. Sort of. All right, here's what we're going to do. Yule. Don't touch me. Of course, sorry. You're going to be the second middleman. You're strong, you're fast, and you're going to love that seat. Junior, you're the first middleman. You're quick, you're sharp. Hop in. Sanka. I know, I'm the driver, right? No, you're the brake man. No, no, I'm the driver. No, you're not. You're the brake man. I'm the driver. You're not. You're the brake man. See, you don't understand. I'm Sanka Coffee. I'm the best push car driver in all of Jamaica. I must drive. Do you dig where I'm coming from? Yeah, I dig where you're coming from. Good. Now dig where I'm coming from. I'm coming from two gold medals. I'm coming from nine world records in both the two and four man events. I'm coming from ten years of intense competition with the best athletes in the world. That's a hell of a place to be coming from. You see, Sanka, the driver has to work harder than anyone. He's the first to show up and the last to leave. When his teammates are all out drinking beer, he's up in his room studying pictures of turns. You see, a driver must remain focused 100% at all times. Not only is he responsible for knowing every inch of every course he races, he's also responsible for the lives of the other three people in his sled. Now, do you want that responsibility? I say we make Doris the driver. So do I, Sanka. So do I. Spoiler alert for Cool Runnings. Let's read the description on Disney+. Plus. Based on a true story, this is the comedic saga of four Jamaican athletes going to extremes to compete as bobsled racers at the Winter Olympics. With few resources and virtually no clue about winter sports, it's an uphill course for this troop from the tropics 
who are sliding on thin ice as they go for the gold in Calgary, Canada. Refusing to let anything stand in their way, these four Jamaicans enlist the help of a down-and-out ex-champion American slider named Irv. Unavoidably drawn back to a sport he had come to loathe, Irv is faced with coaching a team of complete novices. But once committed, he is determined to turn them around and to somehow right the wrongs of his failed career. It's a bumpy ride, but with pride, determination, and dignity, the bobsledders make their impossible dreams come true. Released in 1993, directed by John Turtletaub, starring Leon, just Leon, Dougie Doug, Raul D. Lewis, Malik Yuba, Raymond J. Barry, Larry Gilman, and John Candy, who isn't mentioned here for whatever reason, uh, and others. Um, cool. Runnings. Who's John Candy? John Candy plays uh, Irv, the coach. Oh. John Candy, famous actor, comedian of that time. Uh, he died two years after this, I think. Oh. Oh, a year after this. He died a year after this movie. Um, oh, so he is, um, he is a comedian who has passed away. Yes. He... I'm playing in an automobile. Yeah, he's in Plane Trade. That's his biggest movie. Oh. Uh, I don't know why, when I first started watching it, I thought it was Farley. I don't understand why. It's definitely not Farley. Uh, you probably thought, no, I know you probably thought it because they were both heavy set men um, who had crippling drug addictions, and he died of heart problems in 1994. Um, you could tell a few times in this movie just by looking at him that he was suffering. <laughs> drug problems because he looks a little sweaty a little uh not all there i think his performance is great in this movie but uh mm-hmm. i think so too uh, i'm yeah. just gonna i'm just gonna come out and say it uh <laughs> i've never seen cool writings all the way through until watching it this time i loved it i genuinely loved this movie i thought it was really it is I thought, so good i thought it was really really so great funny. i thought it was really great like i was surprised like by how much i really really loved it like i genuinely just from beginning to end, loved this movie. There's a lot of historical inaccuracies in it, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but they're not egregious historical inaccuracies. The 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 main point and message of the story is the same. But there's a lot of there's some things they change. We'll talk about. It. But in general, I really loved this movie. I thought it was great for like a sports comedy from like the 90s. <laughs> like I thought it was great. I, uh, it made me nostalgic for like um, the way they used to make movies because they don't make movies like back this when anymore. movies were allowed to be fun. Yeah, well, it, not even just that. It's just uh, they, you know, it's just a simple sweet movie, sweet story. Yeah, they don't really. I don't know. I just feel like movies are like you said. You know, it's like everything's got to be a blockbuster these days. And like, if they do make a movie like this, it usually ends up on like Disney Plus or something, and like that's fine to a certain extent. It's one of forty movies they released that day, <laughs> right? But it's not like I don't know. This movie was—I thought it was a decom, and it's not a decom. It must be a Wonderful World of Disney movie. No, this was theatrical. Yeah, I think it was theatrical. But I remember what? watching it at home. I never went to go see this in theaters. This was theatrical. This made one hundred fifty-four million dollars. This is a box office hit. Cool running plus. Um. But they played it on Disney Channel a lot. I I'm think. sure they did. Because yeah. I remember that's why I watched it for sure. This movie is so like endearing, and like the all the guys in it are so genuine, and the coach is like genuine, and there's like I don't know, there's just a lot of elements to it that are really like good. Like all like all the elements of the movie work well together. It's I, just it's yeah. really good. Uh, that's my my that's. 
my big thing is that I think it's all five of the performances like just really, really work and like yeah. they all work together and they just make you like every single character. I was worried at first because it starts off kind of cartoony with like the little derby race and like um, Sanka, the guy with the, the dreadlocks. He's kind of the he's, silly one. He's like the Michelangelo, you know, of the Ninja Turtles. He's the best character. Of the, nin- the best character. Of the Ninja Turtles. He's the Michelangelo because he's the goofy one. He's always making faces and making jokes. And, like, he's kind of over the top. And I'm like, oh, no, is this going to be, like, a movie where they're all, like, Jamaican cartoon characters? Like, is that what this is? But no, it's not because the other three guys are not like that at all. It's mm-hmm. just him. Um, and even after a while, he's not really like Yeah, that. no, I think that's just his personality. I don't think that's... So I was... Uh... I was worried at first, but uh, it immediately was like, no, no, no. This is a different kind of movie. I The character development in this movie is, like, so good. And it's, like, it just kind of proves that, like, you can do it in, like, an hour and a half. You can have a good plot and good characters and good character development all at the same time. with it, You know, and not do, like, not need so much to do it. You right. know? Right. Like, there are movies that we've watched recently that are two hours long that don't have this much character development, <laughs> you know? Like, it's just really, really good. And the the character development within each other, too, like, just from the beginning, from when um the guy that's rich or has a rich dad or whatever Jun- trips them or Junior, whatever. his name. Junior. When he falls and, you know, they, like, dislike him so much to in the end when the other guy, or what's his name? Uh... Yule Brenner. Yule, yeah. When Yule and him get closer and they, like, start, you know, they, like, stick up for each other and stuff. And, I mean, it makes sense because it's just the four of them over in Canada when they get to the, you know, come to do the Olympics or whatever. And it's just lots of good, lots of good stuff there. Genuine connections, it seems like. Like, I believe that all of the actors are friends. Yeah. Yule Brenner is also... I mean, he's an actor. His name is Malik Yuba. Uh, he is known for his starring role as NYPD Detective J.C. Williams on New York Undercover. He was in Revolution and Empire. Uh, their relationship is the most endearing, uh, him and Junior. Uh, they go through the most <laughs> in terms of character development because at first he's like so mad at him for tripping him and like he doesn't want him to touch him he's like no touching me and like you said by the end they're like hyping each other up he has him he helps him like stand up to his dad he fights those guys at the bar with him like i liked their relationship a lot and in a lesser movie like when you have four guys on a team they wouldn't focus on the other two guys they would just focus on the main guy yeah so i thought it was good that they gave all of them you know, their moments. Um, I no. Go on, Nikki, sorry. Their own personalities. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could say that uh, Darice, the lead, he kind of develops the least because he just kind of starts like a good, talented guy and ends the movie a good, talented guy. Yeah, but he's important. You gotta yeah, and I think he's great. I think you like him a lot and like he's a great lead. Uh, but he's, you know, probably the least interesting just because he's not the funny one. Like, I think, no, I think he's a great lead, but he's not the funny one like Sanka, and he doesn't develop as much as the other two. I mean, I guess, but you want to see him win. He's got his, he's got so much heart in the game. Of course. It's like, it's it's, his idea. You know, you're just, you're just rooting for him the whole time. I am rooting for him the whole time. I'm rooting for all of them. I want him to win. They don't win, but I want him to win. And I want Irv to win. 
John Candy's like, great in this movie. Sorry, go on. Were the characters based off of real people or Okay, so are they generic? They are <laughs> They are uh how do I explain this? So there were four technically there were five men who competed in the Olympics in 1988, the first Jamaican bobsled team. The first that the first Jamaicans to ever compete in the Winter Olympics. That is all true. Uh, they are not based on any people in particular. Huh. They all have different personalities and they all have completely different names. I assume the reason that they did that, I can't find any proof of this, but I think they wanted to give them Jamaican sounding names so they seemed more foreign and alien because the people who did compete all had incredibly normal sounding names. Dudley Stokes, Michael White, Devon Harris, and Chris Stokes. <laughs> So that's a, oh yeah, two of my brothers. Right, that is a far cry from uh, Sanka Coffee or Yul Brenner. So I think they changed the names. I, maybe they couldn't get the rights to the names. Like maybe they didn't sign off on it. But I think they changed the names so that they sounded uh, more uh, Jamaican. And originally, when they were trying to compete in the Olympics, uh, originally it was just. They, they first signed up for the two-man bobsledding team, and they went to Austria to compete in a bobsledding tournament so that they can meet the requirements of competing in an international tournament, which is mentioned in this movie, that they have to compete internationally to, uh, to qualify. So they went and did that as a two-man team, and then when they got, you know, when, when they did that, they then decided that they were going to do a four-man team. And the interesting thing about that is... I read about the history of this. I thought it was very interesting. Um, originally, there was a different man who was going to compete, but he ended up hurting himself, and they had to replace him with the the other guy's brother four days before they competed. He had never been in a bobsled in his life, and he had to compete in the <laughs> Winter Olympics as a bobsled team. Wow. So then the original team didn't win either. Jamaica has a bobsled no. The original team... They crashed. Oh, they did crash. Oh, that's the the footage is them crash is from the Olympics. Oh, really? The footage oh, is, wow. The footage is them crashing. They use when they show the TV that is actual footage from the 1988 Olympics. Oh, wow. Anytime they show any of the teams, when they cut back to it, that's when it's not. But they did crash. They crashed in their third of four heats. This movie makes it seem like there was only three heats, and they crashed in the final one. They crashed in the third and did not compete in their fourth. They came in last. They um. They came in last overall. Um, they did not crash because of rickety equipment. This movie kind of makes it look like it's not their fault. The, th the sled kind of falls apart. Uh, that didn't happen. It's believed that it's because of they just weren't experienced. Like, yeah, they got well, the guy had never been in a bobsled. Right. Well, the, it's believed that the driver, he, st st he steered too high and going too fast and it tipped the, uh. tipped the sled and it crashed. They did walk their sled to the end, but they did not carry it above their shoulders. They just mm -hmm. walked it. They just walked it uh, next to it. But um, the main guy, the driver, said that the reason that he didn't consider it a failure was because of the applause that they received while they were walking it mm. to the end. So that is kind of true. Kind of true. That's why I'm saying that like most of the things that they changed are not yeah, not big deals. They're not big egregious things. Right, they right. kept the sin the the most egregious thing to me, other than changing the names, is making it seem like it wasn't their fault that they lost. Mm. Because like the the whole thing is, it's just an incredible story of like these people 
from a country that doesn't get snow competing in a sport they know nothing about, but still making it and still like getting there. They came in last, but who cares? They were in the Olympics. They were in the Winter Olympics. Like, that's a big deal. So, like, it's a little disingenuous to be like, oh, but it wasn't their fault they lost. It was the the sled broke. They did that to make it more of like a movie. Yeah. But like, I think you could have still just, they could have just lost. Yeah. But like, still come home heroes because they competed. Yeah. Which is what really happened. And the Jamaicans still compete in bobsled tournaments to this day. Oh. So that that much is true. Um, there's a great history of the real cool runnings on ESPN.co.uk. They interview members of the team and they interview the co-founder of the team. He said that they were never treated differently. Like this movie, they seem to suggest that there's like a race thing. Like, yeah, a little bit. Like, that they don't like... It's not heavily there, but, like, when they first show up, all the other teams are, like, staring at them and, like, quiet and everything and, like, seems to suggest that they're, like, the outcasts. And he said that they were never treated differently. Uh, in fact, the guys were all really popular. Oh. They would go out and party with the other, like, teams. <laughs> um, they did have to... They didn't come with any equipment and they did have to... Like buy when they were there. buy equipment and earn money, but they didn't get like a piece of shit like sled oh. like they did in this. They got like a real they got like a professional one from another team, like mm. sold it to them. Oh, and um, the reason they were able to do that is because it was sort of a novelty that the Jamaicans were competing in a bobsled race. Like that was considered novel, and they... so everybody was more so like celebrating it versus like trying to push them out. Right, and they actually made a bunch of money off of merchandise, and that's how they were able oh. by selling T-shirts and stuff. They were able to earn money. Oh, interesting to buy their sled. And everything. But they said they were never treated poorly. Like, everybody was really nice to them. There was a real sense of camaraderie. Hmm. Um, Another thing I was reading was that um, the the applause at the end and, like, real life wasn't as, like, grandiose or grandiose, whatever it was they said. No, I just don't think there was as many people watching. But there were still... Because the guy says in the interview that, like, the people cheering were the reason that I didn't feel like a failure. Mm -hmm. So, like, there were still enough people cheering to where this guy came home feeling like, you know, feeling good. But they did, like I said, they came in last. They came in dead last. In the two-man tournament, which they also competed in, they came in 30th out of 39th. So better than last, but not... That much better. Yeah, not that much better. But (laughs) they still competed. Their story was still inspirational. They're still the first Jamaicans to ever compete in the Winter (laughs) Olympics. And um, everybody kind of looks on with fondness. They were not coached by a down and out coach. (laughs) coach. They hired a real bobsled coach. Um, The co-founder was just like a guy. He was just like a guy (laughs) who wanted to compete in the Olympics. Um, So he wasn't necessarily a sprinter either? No. The... Well, the co-founder was like a white guy who like worked for the olympics board or something oh okay okay the team that they hired or that they ended up getting they were like um they were like track and field people and like football players but like they weren't necessarily they weren't olympians oh okay um but they did think that they would make for good bobsledders for the same reason because they run quick so they thought that they could do the the first part like Fast. fast But they weren't necessarily going out for any other Olympics. Like, this movie is, like, they're all going out for the Summer Olympics and they fail and now they want to compete in Winter Olympics. Like, that's not that's not true. But again, they it needed to be a movie. So they had to 
Yeah. It would be much more boring if some guy just came up to, hey, you want to compete in the Olympics? <laughs> like, that's boring. So. The thing, too, is that the Winter Olympics and the Summer Olympics are four years apart. Did they address that? Aren't they two years apart? They're two years apart. Yeah. Did they address it, though? I don't think so. Oh, you mean in the movie? Yeah. Well, yeah, like, because cause originally they're... Because originally he's trying to go out for the... The track and field. Right, for the 97 Olympics, and then he ends up in the 88... Or, sorry, the 87 Olympics, and then he ends up in the 88 Olympics. Or was he going out for the 86 Olympics? I don't remember. But they say the years. They say the years, because uh. it's the 88 Olympics that they compete in. And then at the end of the movie, the German guy is like, see you in four years. Oh, okay. So... There were no angry Germans. <laughs> the Germans weren't mean to them. They're not. They're only sort of mean to them in this movie. Yeah. Um, That's funny when they're fighting in the bar. It is. Uh, Yul Brynner calls them assholes, which I thought was wild for a Disney movie from the 90s. You can't even say, like, asshole now. Like, I don't even think in Marvel movies they say asshole. In Guardians of the Galaxy, they call them a-holes. I don't think you could say asshole, like, in a PG-13 movie now. I thought that was crazy. I guess. <laughs> I just didn't expect to hear it. And right. He kept calling himself a badass mother who don't take no crap. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was funny. That was funny too. I just didn't expect. I really like that scene when he takes him into the bathroom and oh, then he leaves, and he's like, "Where is he going?" He just goes and beats shit everybody out of the bar. Yeah, that's a great scene. Um, but yeah, the crash in the movie, like they show the actual actual crash there's their heads really did scrape against the wall like, like that. that yeah that's crazy that's real footage i was like crazy. oh I the family watching right now yeah and all those kids but luckily okay i mean i think that even though it wasn't too it was you know there's a lot of differences between this i think that i mean i guess i would hope i i'm i if they are mad then that sucks but like i i would think that if you watch this you would still be able to get something from it and enjoy the fact that the story was told, you know? I don't think it's anything too crazy. I mean, I, it, 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 I it was also in the 90s. Yeah, it is respectful. It was also made in the 90s, so it's like, you know, like, movies were not... They weren't held up to the same standard either. Like, for all the things that I like about it being made in the 90s, there's also a lot of things that would have been done very differently today, so... Right. There's, like... There's jokes, there's easy jokes in it about like, oh, they're Jamaican guys, they don't know what it's like to be cold, and they're freezing, ha 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 ha. Which I also read it was never that cold during the Olympics, like it was like 61 degrees. <laughs> so, oh, like, really? It was, well, never it was that snowing cold. still? They've never seen snow. I know, but I was just reading that they did they that. They still would have been cold. Floridians, Floridians freak out when it's 61 degrees. You freak out when it's... <laughs> no, I do not. I do not. But I mean, they make a lot of easy jokes about them being cold. But like, they could have very easily made them like a bunch of cartoony goofballs who are competing in a sport they shouldn't be competing in. But it's just an underdog story. Yeah. Like they show them training, they show them like meaningfully compete. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think that it's it's like a sports movie, but good. It is a sports movie. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. Uh, I thought uh, when there's the revolution of a revolution, the revelation that the coach cheated and got his medals removed, I thought that would have like some kind of repercussions. It doesn't no, it really doesn't. affect the story at all. I mean, I think you just, he trusts him and he respects him. So he dragged him there. So, you know, it's not like he's, he, I mean, he put up a fight to, 
for him to come and he put up a fight to go so i love the scene where he's like yelling at the the board when they don't approve yeah Um, that scene is so good yeah that scene's great i think john candy's really good in that scene i think he's good throughout the entire movie he's got a real like like he he has like an air of i don't give a shit to him but then at the same time he like also really cares like Mm -hmm. he kind of hides his how much he cares behind his sarcasm like i just think he's really good um a lot of development between him and the and the four of them right i Uh, like that just good old-fashioned relationship building yeah yeah exactly buddy buddy antics or whatever uh speaking of that scene they in real life the uh, olympic committee they did disqualify them and said that they could not compete that was eventually reversed. It was not reversed just because one guy went and like fought for him. It was reversed because they had no reason to do it to begin with. They had met all the qualifications and a bunch of people, including <laughs> Prince Albert of Monaco, who competed in the Olympics that year, said that he would not that he would step out and not compete if they did not allow God, and the Jamaicans. We're to still compete. going through dumb shit with the Olympic boards to this day. Well, yeah, that's all realistic. They'll just change yeah. stuff like out of nowhere. Like, oh, all of a sudden the rules are different today and today only. Like, right. they still yeah. do. They still do that shit all the time. So that's realistic. But uh, and them being disqualified was realistic. But it wasn't just because the coach went in and was like, "Hey, you should let them compete." <laughs> so what? They just came up with arbitrary rules and said that they were disqualified, and then went back on it because mm-hmm. everybody complained. Because it wasn't fair. There was no reason to disqualify them. They did everything they were asked. And it's the same thing in this movie. They did everything they were told to do. Hmm. Yeah, they're literally under fire right now because I guess that that black girl that was running that got, she tested positive for weed. Yeah. And then there's some Russian uh, skater that t- failed a drug test as well. And they want to let her compete. So didn't she's they just, calling them out for Didn't her. they just disqualify a bunch of teams because their uniforms were different? Yeah, something about... Well, the thing is, the uniform thing was specifically because the uniforms would help them compete better. So that's why they disqualified them for the uniforms, which oh. I think is fair. But it's not fair to disqualify somebody for a drug... For failing a drug test and then turning around two years later. Or I guess not even two years later. When was the Olympics? It was last, it was last year. year. Just last year. It and was then supposed to be in 2020. Six months later... Just uh, let somebody else compete yeah. when they failed a drug test. Right. I don't know the circumstances. I didn't read the article, so I may be talking out of my ass, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, this is still going on today. The Olympics suck. Like, let's just put it. Let's just put it all out on the <laughs> I table. I don't think that it, I don't. <sighs> I, the, here's the thing: the idea of pe- of nations coming together and competing in the Olympics. I don't think that sucks. Yeah. The problem is the whole... It's always... Co- there's so much commerci- controversy. The commercialism of the... Yeah. Of the Olympics. The fact that com- uh, uh, countries want the Olympics so bad that they are willing to destroy entire towns. Right. There's just, always some Just to shit. build Olympic stadiums yeah. because they think it'll drive up tourism briefly. <sighs> like, there's always something where they're putting people out of business or they're putting people out of their homes so that they could build a goddamn stadium that they don't have. And this last time, where was it la- this last year? It was in Tokyo. Tokyo? Oh. Well, I mean, they everything they did for the Olympics was all for naught because it was only the... Yeah, a lot of people weren't even allowed to go. Yeah, like, it wasn't even, like, everybody was allowed to go see it. Yeah, I mean, like, I, yeah, like you said, on paper, like, the Olympics is a great idea. I love the idea of everybody coming all together, but it's just there's always some shit going on with it. You hear all, it all the time. Because it's all crooked. 
Big sports, they're all crooked. They're all corporate. They're run by corporations. It's crooked. It's all crooked. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, it's nice to see just a sweet little story about some underdog Jamaicans <laughs> competing in the games. They got cool uniforms. They do get cool uniforms. They're, they're, they're cool guys. Um, there was just something, like, really, like, um, easy and, like, chill about watching this movie. Like, I don't know. It takes back to a different time. It does take you back. Yeah, I think that's what it is. They're all wearing neon clothes. Yeah. (laughs) It it does take you back to a different time. And it's funny because it was made in the 90s, but it was set in the 80s. It was set in 88, I mean. Yeah, so, I mean, almost 90s, but still, it's just like, it's just simpler times, man. Simpler times. That's what it is. It's just a simple, sweet movie. Like, there's no, there's no, I mean, it's fluffy in that it's a fluffy movie, but there's no, like, fluff to it. It's in and out, 190 minutes, or 130 minutes, or, I'm sorry. 140 an hour and 40 minutes good lord i can't speak words <laughs> like it's just if they if they made like a cool runnings remake it would be two and a half hours long there'd be scenes where the teams are all fighting and like go their separate ways and then they have to get back together yeah. and like there'd be a rival team who like super racist to them and like it's just ugh. the coach would have like a drinking problem like there would have to be like a million things that they would have to overcome and i just ugh. Something only I noticed, there's a scene in this movie when they're setting up, like, the Olympics, like, they're doing, like, just, it's basically just, like, filler shots of, like, the crowds of the Olympics and, like, showing off the Olympics and everything. Uh, There's a scene of pin trading. They're trading Olympic pins. That is where Disney got the idea for pin trading is from the Olympics. Wow. Uh, What's that? That reminds you of the episode of Simpsons where they go to the Olympics when Homer and Marge are on the curling team. Uh Uh-huh. And Lisa goes insane. Lisa becomes obsessed with them to the point where she sells her dress. Oh, for pen trading? And her pearls. She sells her pearls. I've never seen that. I've never yeah. seen that episode. Oh, it's so funny. Let me see if I can find it. But yeah, yeah it's, it's it's a newer one. But yeah, pen trading at the Olympics. Um, so many. All the different like Olympics and like competing Olympics and stuff. They would like just hand out pins like just as like commemorative things and over the years as there started to become more and more pins for each of the different years the people going to the olympics started just trading them it just started becoming a thing like oh you have one from the 1930 games well i have this one from 1940 can we trade and uh disney saw that and were like hey what if we put mickey mouse on one of these things and make you know what the very first pin looks like disney pin or olympics pin disney pin i have no idea what the first Mm. disney pin was i wish i did but i don't Mm. I'm sure you Google it. And um, the only other thing that I wrote down that I wanted to mention, and like this really, like, it, I didn't cry, but it really got me, like, emotionally. When Junior's dad is at the end and he opens his shirt and he has the Olympic, the Jamaican bobsled team shirt on. Yeah. When they're, like, walking, when they're carrying the thing at the end, his dad is, like, in the audience. I miss that. Like, so that's who that was? It was his dad? Yeah, because his, okay. remember a few scenes earlier, his dad was there and telling him that he needed to come home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his, oh, that's right. And that's when um, Yule Brenner was like telling him, like, stand up to your dad. And he does. He stands up to his dad and he says he's not coming home. Um, and then later at the end of the movie, his dad is there cheering for him when they're walking the, oh, the sled to the end. And he opens his shirt and he's wearing the Jamaican bobsled team shirt. And I was like, that's the sweetest thing I've seen in a movie in... Ten years. I'm about to start my cycle, and I cried during multiple times when I was watching this movie. Like multiple times, I definitely cried during the end when they crashed and they Uh carried this. I was like bawling. 
<laughs> well, it's really powerful. You have to finish. Sanka, you dead? I know. So funny. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, man. Nah, man. I don't get the egg. They never explain She's the egg. She's a lucky it's, egg. It's what do you mean thing. explain the egg? I, but you I, need somebody to explain having a lucky egg well, to you? I, I live in a modern world where they explain everything to me. So, yes, I, really I need to know. The egg out to kiss it when they were like live on TV that the kid that they were going to cut to the show and the kid. Oh, that was in the sled with him or the thingy with him. The like derby cart. Oh, that part of the story was also true. The co-founder saw them saw watched like a derby, like a Jamaican derby thing. It was like, hey, (laughs) this is similar to another sport. I don't think they hired any derby people to compete in the Olympics, Mm. but uh, they did see a derby, a downhill derby. I had never seen downhill derby done like that. All the derby that I know is just like you make a car, you put a kid in a car and they go down. I've never seen like a man pushing the car behind them. I didn't look into it. I assume it's like a Jamaican tradition, but uh, it was interesting. That was the part where I thought that it was going to be like a cartoon because he literally like crashes into like a chicken coop. <laughs> no, he doesn't. It was like a little hut, like a stand. He still sure. crashes. It's like what we saw when we went to Jamaica. You did? Oh, yeah. I have yeah. been to Jamaica. I have been to Jamaica. You have to. I jumped off cliffs in Jamaica. Ah, no, thank you. Nobody no cliffs else, for me. Nobody else. Well, my did. dad almost killed himself jumping yeah, off the cliffs in Jamaica. Yeah, he did. He was the only one who was jumping with me. Yeah, and he almost died. So who's, <laughs> who's the smart? That's why they turned around and walked back. <laughs> who's the smart one? Do that again. <laughs> I would do that again in a heartbeat. Oh, I also loved Sokka dancing with like the cowgirl, like at the oh, yeah, when they're doing the cute. the line dance. Oh, yeah. Which hats? And the, yeah, you, they cut back and they have two. They they have each other's hats on. That's really great. But I just love that he just sees the other two guys in a bar fight and he just leaves and jumps into the yeah. fight like no explanation. Like he has no idea what they're fighting about, why they're fighting. He, well, that's what you do. He doesn't have to get involved at all. But he's like, no, I gotta go be there for my boys. I gotta go jump in the fight. That's great. That's really great. A lot of good banter. Yeah, I just think you the know. character work is great. I think yeah, all four of the leads are great. I think John Candy's great. Yeah, they uh, all do such a good job. All together and even individually telling their stories. Yeah, I like all the montages. Like, I like all the... It's just, it's just a simple sports movie about, like, an underdog team. And it's just nice. It's just nice to watch. I just... I liked it a lot. I didn't expect to like it as much. I thought it was just going to be, like, a generic sports movie. There's a million of them. Disney has made so many... Sports movies about underdogs. We watched Brink, which is a movie I also like, but it's also just a movie about like an underdog. <laughs> like it's just a sports movie. Like um, the I... Mighty Ducks. This is the Mighty Ducks, but with a bobsled team. I like... remember. I remember this movie. Like there are some scenes that I remember vividly, like the one where he's singing um something about a bobsled. Yeah. got a bobsled yeah. team. <laughs> There was a there was a Disney promo that they used to play and the one and the scene where they're singing it together that it was in that promo so like I oh, remember waving the flag yeah I remember that vividly because it was in that promo but I also just remember watching this movie a lot now I can see why because it was just it was genuinely good and like fun to watch and watching those guys all together was fun so oh I want to. This doesn't really have anything to do with what you were saying, but I just remembered it because I wrote it down. And I forgot to bring it up when they're first at the beginning. They're trying to raise money to go. Um, that never happened. They got money mm-hmm. from 
The government? The government. Oh, and, like, good. The committee, like the Jamaican representatives for Olympics or whatever, they got money to go. They just had to earn money for when they got there. Yeah, for, for the equipment and stuff. Um, anyway, when they're trying to earn money to go, uh, they set up like a kissing booth and dude is just cheating on his girlfriend, just like right in front of her. <laughs> right. He's just making out with her. Never addressed either. She just is like, no, come no, on. Well, yeah, she go. shows up and like pulls him away. Yeah. But in the very next scene, they're like all over each other and yeah. like just having a normal conversation. It's just like, um, are we going to address <laughs> the fact that he was literally, it wasn't even just like a, it wasn't like a kiss, like a kissing booth. Like it yeah. was a, they were straight making out like. That's another thing that's so, like, kissing booths are so gross, but that's funny for, that's, like, kind of, I don't want to say raunchy, but a little risque for a Disney movie. Well, at the Like, be- literally making out. Well, at the beginning of the movie, the first thing we hear is two older women, like, talking about how fine, <laughs> yeah, how he fine is. he is, and how much they like his butt, like. <laughs> and there's a scene um, before that where, like, him and the girl, his girlfriend, who I don't know the name of. They never really properly introduce her. Um, they're like talking to each other and like they're really close to each other. There's a lot of like tension. Yeah, very central. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of tension. It was in that super scene, central. Despite the fact that it wasn't like a central Yeah, she scene. said something like, You have to grade papers. I'm like, That is not where I saw this conversation <laughs> going. No, it's super central. I know, I caught on to that too. I was like, Where are they going with this? Like, the way that they're looking at each other. Yeah. And they're like not talking about anything sexual in that scene. It's just like the way that they're looking and at each other. He's just talking about wanting to go to the Olympics. Like, yeah. that's it. And then she tells him that he has to go, like, do his homework or whatever. <laughs> like, but then later, yeah, he's at a kissing booth making out with some chick who isn't her. He had a line of checks to make out. Yeah, he did. And then she he was, was trying in the to line. raise money by any means necessary. Was, I mean, seemed to be working. He had a line. He did have a line. He was making more money than the rest of them. Yeah. Except for when Junior sold his car that he wasn't allowed to sell. But no, it was good. It was... He sold his car for twenty thousand dollars in two nineteen eighty something. Wow, eighty seven. That's crazy. Yeah, must have been a really nice car. It must have. This movie's good. You should watch it. It's great. I loved it. Genuinely, I love it. Um, there are cool running Funko Pops. May or may not end up with them. Who knows? Oh my god! Oh, there is. Yeah, there's only two. They made Sanka and uh, the coach. Or of course, oh, I think I do remember that. Well, Sanka's my favorite characters. Yeah, that's what he said. I wish I would absolutely have bought one if one they made one of them in the sled, or two they made one of them in the bathtub. If they made one yeah, of all four of them, like, in the bathtub, like, pretending to sled, like, that's the scene that I always think of even before, like, watching this movie in full. I just remember them in the bathtub. And it's nothing. It's, like, a quick, brief... Sh- it's part of a montage. Like, yeah. it's part of a montage of them training, them just sitting in the bathtub. I don't even think it's necessarily played for laughs, but just the visual of these three grown men, or four grown men... In a bathtub. In, a, in the bathtub, like, leaning left and yeah. right, pretending it's a bobsled. It's just a funny visual, and I just have always remembered that. But, um... Yeah, there's cool running Funko Pops. I don't know. This movie has gained more and more of a following over the years. As I mean, as, as is rightful for it to have. Not only is it a 90s movie that people have a lot of affection for, but I mean, it's about it's about black four black men. Like, I think that's, you know, this movie probably meant a lot for a lot of people. And it doesn't like, I feel like it's not very. Um... <sighs> what? They don't like play into like the stereotypes of them. No, I think know? it's very it's like... I think it's very respectful. Like I think making a movie about another culture 
that like, especially since this movie is directed by a white guy, it's directed by John Turtletob. He's the same guy who directed National Treasure. Hmm. Um, he's in the pocket for Disney. He's done a bunch of Disney movies. Um, anyway, especially in like the '90s, it could have very easily just been a movie about four guys with accents, and that's that's the joke. Yeah, they're four guys with accents going to a place they've never been. Whoa! But it's very respectful. Like it yeah. doesn't lean into any kind of stereotypes, at least that I can see from my own white ignorance. I don't see any stereotypes. <laughs> like nobody ever makes fun of them for being black or Jamaican or Jamaican. I mean, they kind of make fun of them for being Jamaican because they don't belong there because they don't know snow. But like, even that, but, I mean, that's kind of, it makes sense. Like they don't have snow. But so. like I said, in real life, it was a novelty because you know, yeah. what is Jamaica doing at the winter Olympics? Yeah. But they were never treated like, you know, po- poorly. It was yeah, just that's kind good of, to know. Like, me. it was just kind of silly oh. that like they were there to begin with, yeah. but like, you know, people grew to respect <laughs> them and like them and they still compete today. Um, the last thing, my favorite scene in this whole movie from beginning, the scene from beginning to end is the scene where Yule is telling, um, when Sanka? Which one? Dreads. Sanka. 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 Sanka is reading the, oh, the, Hulk, the, Hulk, comic the Hulk comic book and Yol comes over and he grabs it from him and he's like, you know, you don't basically telling him that he doesn't dream big enough. And he's saying, like, I'm going to be I'm going to do big things or whatever. And how he has big the picture. Yeah. And he has the picture of Buckingham Palace. Like, but the 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 scene is so fucking good because it takes it, it's so emotional like you're it's funny and then you feel bad for him and then you feel like kind of like oh well he's kind of being a jerk but at the same time we're like oh well no he just has big dreams he just wants him to dream bigger and then um what is the other junior guys? junior <laughs> i keep forgetting their names you never junior know i know i know i know i know junior comes in and he's over here like telling him like Go get your palace. Uh, like, I love that line so much. I love my... the line, and I love how he's basically telling him, like, you know, more people. Like, the world would be a better place if we had more people like you that would think... We need more outside. Yule Brenner, is yeah, what he says. Yeah, we, like, it's, the, I mean, it's... The country needs more It's Yule so Brenner. pivotal in their, like, the twist, or, I'm sorry, the, the, the growth of their relationship. But on top of that, like, it was just a good message to find in this movie. And it's like, you know, because I feel like that's something that you can equate to yourself no matter where you live. Just about getting out of your, you know, out of your little, uh, off of your little island, you right. know, like, you know, your small town or whatever. Or sometimes just where the area that you're from, you know. So it's just like, that was great. And I loved, I loved, loved Loved that line. Like, yeah, my, that was great. And he was so sad when he found my, it. It was well, he was the paper. Yeah. My, my favorite emotional scene is the crash and then the dad. That's my favorite. But my favorite line is, go get your palace. Yeah, that's like, great. I think that's a great line. I love that. I like that scene a lot, too, because, like, Sanka knows it's Buckingham Palace, and that's why he finds it funny. Like, he thinks it's so funny. This is Buckingham Palace. You would have to marry the queen to move to Buckingham Palace. Yeah. And, like, it's kind of funny that Yule doesn't realize that it's Buckingham Palace. But they could have easily made a joke where, like, none of them knew it was Buckingham Palace. And, like, oh, those silly, uncultured, un-Americans. But, like, the other two know it's Buckingham Palace. But it's not about that it's Buckingham Palace. It's about, like, no, who cares? You don't have to get this palace. Just go get your palace. Yeah. I think that's great. I think that's easy. It was so good. I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot. But that line is great. I remember thinking that. I should have wrote it down. Go get your palace is a great, great line. I had to watch this movie in phases. 
Because you fell asleep. Yeah, I fell asleep last night, and then I started it this morning, and then I had to do my hair, and then I had to, and then I had to finish it while I was waiting for my hair to finish. It took me a while to watch it because your daughter kept interrupting me, and she was listening mm. to her iPad very loud. But uh, I finished it, and I loved it. I read that article on ESPN. Like <laughs> I finished it and loved it. I did. I was genuinely shocked by it. I expected it because it has like enough of a cult following. So I'm like, well, this must be at least you know fun. Decent, yeah. yeah. But it was better than fun. I I don't know. It's my favorite that we've watched in a while. How about that? But um, unless anybody else has anything to say, we'll wrap it up. Any final thoughts, you twos? No, I think I'm good. Mm, I don't think so. Okay. Well, we'll wrap it up then. I think, oh, sorry. I guess I could say that. I think Yuri would like it. He probably wouldn't. It's fun. It's a good ride. Does he like sports movies? No? I guess. No. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Good talk. All right, cool runnings. Plus or bust, Brady. It's a plus. Nikki, plus or bust for cool running? Plus. Carissa? Plus or bust? For sure, a plus. I'm also going to give it a plus, like I already said. Better than expected. And I expected it to be good. Mm. What's wrong? I don't want to do this. Oh. I hope I get Cinderella. Cinderella, Cinderella. Wait, what day do you get back? Uh, Monday. Okay, we got time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, this will be our last movie for celebrating Black Stories. Um, it I, is? I thought there was two more weeks. Nope, this one will go out this weekend, and then this one, the next one will go out Oh, I weekend. see. It okay. is a short month, Black History Month, shortest month of the year, according okay. to Oscar, Oscar Proud. Hmm, don't look like they do it on purpose. Anyway, let's click the button and see what we get. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh no. What's Oh no. I mean, debatably oh, no. we're going out with the biggest possible one we could go out on. Oh no. Maybe second biggest. Uh we got the Princess and the Frog, folks. Oh no. <laughs> why are we Oh no Why are we booing? I'm this right. It's gonna be a three hour podcast. Why are we the <laughs> fact that your wife is gonna talk for eight hours? It's fine. Maybe there won't be any news and we'll just have Wait, it. what was the first biggest? I would say Black Panther. Oh, yeah. You're right, yeah. Oh, I don't know if I can make it through Black Panther. Well, we didn't get Black Panther, so <laughs> we don't have to. <laughs> Thank God. Ugh, it's going to be a lot of I mean, I, uh, But I don't take these movies out during, like, the right... We can get any of these movies at any time. Yeah, I know, I know. Oh, okay. I'm just saying, like, you're right. It would have been a big one. But, well, I would say that of Disney's black movies, that's the biggest one, is Black Panther. Yeah, that's and true. And then probably Princess of the Yeah. I would say. For sure. Um, and then after that, I don't know. <laughs> cool Runnings? Cinderella? Who knows? <laughs> Cinderella is... It has quite the following nowadays. Well, it's so. another one that like just meant a lot to a lot of people when yeah. they were little. Yeah. I think you're right, though. That's, that's good. Nope. It's How to Build a Better Boy. That's um. the next most biggest. I don't, even know, mm-hmm. I don't even know what the fuck that is. I wish we got would have gotten safety though. I kind of want to watch that. No, we got a sports movie. We just watched. Oh, that's true. I guess that's true. We got a decom. We got a oh, historical we a... movie. We got a sports movie, and we got an animated movie. <laughs> Look at that. We ran the gambit. Yeah. Uh, too bad that's the only animated movie on the list. <laughs> did you Did you guys notice? Not that it matters because we already watched yeah. it, but Red Tails went back up today. Oh, did it? Oh, oh, they were yeah. they were advertising, and I saw um they were doing a Black History Month uh. Uh, there was like a reel on Instagram. It was like in my ads and they showed a bunch of clips from, you know, movies with black actors. And mm-hmm. that was one of them. 
was red tail. Yeah, when I when I went to find cool runnings, I just scrolled down to the the celebrate black stories tab and it was like the third movie on there and I'm like, "Wait, that was gone." It's come and gone, I think like twice now. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, it's just one of those ones like unfortunately that's just the way it's going to be for a while. Like a lot of those Fox movies and like just kind of come and go. They're just going to come and go. And a lot of the like newer Disney movies, like Tomorrowland went up for like a month and then it's gone. It's gone already. So like if Tomorrowland showed up on random, we couldn't watch it because it's not there. Oh, we forgot to watch Kitchen Baking Championship yesterday. We didn't have time to watch it. <laughs> Sorry. That's <laughs> completely off topic. Yeah. Does Aubrey like that? Sometimes. She yeah, sometimes. Sometimes she does. She I mean she'll literally sit and watch it with us if we put it on, but like lately the last couple of times like, let's watch the kids bake and she's like, No, I wanna play on my iPad. Mm. Yeah, she's a pretty Yeah, she's a pretty Anywho. I love that show. That little girl. Oh. She wants a Disney cruise. She does. So I'm trying to I want her to win. We wanted the one kid a long time ago who wanted goats to win. He didn't end up winning. We were sad. <laughs> I think I remember, I remember that. I remember the kid who wanted goats. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, anyway, this isn't a kids baking championship podcast. Oh, my God. But if we made one, well, I would love of, that. Well, it would be a 20-minute podcast. What it would, we talk it about? would be a 20-minute podcast. But I love that show so much. Few things bring me as much joy as kids baking We've championship. talked about Happy Meals more than we would have talked about. <laughs> Kids well, Kids Baking Ship doesn't have anything to do with Disney. Mm. We had a reason to talk about Disney with uh, yeah, mm. we had to get 50 of them. Anyway, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Plus or Bust a Disney Podcast. If you liked it, be sure to leave us a review, five stars, thumbs up, like, follow, whatever it is you do on your various podcasts, catching apps. That would be fantastic. You can follow us Instagram and Twitter at Plus or Bust. You can join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash Disney Plus or Bust, or send us an email with any questions, comments, concerns, Disney Plus or Bust at gmail.com. All of those are in the show notes, the description below. Um, thank you for listening. We will see you next week with our final episode for Black History Month, celebrating black stories with the princess and the frog. Until then, remember, Jamaica got a bobsled team. Bye. Mickey. Mickey does. Mickey wears pants. Well, he wears yeah. shorts. Sometimes he wears pants. Just put them all in racing suits and everything will be fine. Yeah, sure. <laughs> don't give anybody... Don't give anybody any CGI surgery. I think that's funny. They had to make it make sense as to why Dale looks different than Chip. That is funny. Are you Um, done watching the video? Are you kidding me?
All right, I was going to start. Okay. Why can't... Okay, what, what were you going to say? Why are you acting like, oh, are you done? Like, because you're watching the video. I've been attention. waiting. Well, okay, well, what, are you, what were you going to say? I was going to say, you probably don't know off the top of your head, but is this ship bigger than the other ones? The Wish, I'm pretty sure it's the biggest one yet. Oh, okay, so it's like a bigger... I don't think it's... Yeah, I think it's the first of their like new biggest class. Oh, okay. I think all three of the new ones are supposed to be that size. Oh, okay. It looks right. pretty big, and I know that the other ones are not as, not as big. Oops, I still are they on the god tier that is the Oasis? I still don't think it's as big as the Oasis, no. Yeah, I knew that. Well, I knew that even the Wish wouldn't be that big, but I, because I remember people saying that, like people that compared it, they were saying that they were smaller. Okay. Go here in just a second. Are you done? Yes, I'm gonna go. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Are you ready? Okay. Are you ready? Shh. Are you ready? Are you ready? Coming up. Guy who runs the show, are you ready? I'm ready. I've been ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Stop speaking. I'm not going. Are you? <laughs> yeah, see, exactly. That's why I, I was I didn't like, start. are you ready? That's why I didn't start, because I knew you were going to say some shit. <laughs>